everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shams and Gossip. I'm Carlin here with Stephanie. Hello. And I am really excited for today's episode. I know, me too. I've been thinking about some of these topics like all week being like, I just can't wait to talk about it with Carlin. Right? We have so much to talk about. So we're going to get right into it today. We have, it is called Albino Armani. It's a Prosecco. Um, The bottle is very pretty. I've never had it before. I'm going to open it. And while I open it, Stephanie, do you want to take us into our top five? Yeah. So later in the episode, we're going to get into Framing Britney. Don't worry. We watched it. And we're going to talk about it. But in preparation, um, we were going to talk about our top five favorite Britney Spears music videos. Yes. Mine is like a combo of like, obviously, it's my fa- it's a favorite music video, but also like, I love the song. I mean, I guess that it's hand in hand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's hand in hand because I feel like Britney was at a time where it was like, the music videos were so big that like, sure, you may have a favorite song that wasn't a big video, but odds are it it was because that was like when videos were like everything. That's when like MTV was like the yeah. to watch. Like now I don't even know any music videos, but I have favorite songs and I listen to full albums and like, yeah. I don't know the music video. I would be, I would be interested to know like, so obviously early to that, like late nineties, early two thousands, like people are dropping like millions on music videos, right? Like yeah. even probably even before that, like Michael Jackson used to spend so much money, right? Cause he, all of his music videos were like stories, but I wonder if like nowadays, because there isn't a, like, I mean, MTV still exists. VH1 still exists clearly, but there's not a big outlet for like, music videos to rotate how they how they used to on television like if they if people because there's video people make I think videos. they still do I just think people watch them on YouTube but do you think they still spend that much money I think that? some people spend a lot of money still on music videos that's wild to me like I just feel like why? they may not be spending as much but I still think they spend a good amount because I do think they drop music videos on YouTube yeah, they do. And that um, Vivo, Vimeo. Vimeo, Vimeo, Vimeo. I don't know. I sound really old. Wow, we sound so old. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go. Okay. Okay. So obviously I'm going to have baby one more time on the list because that's the number one, the first time we got to meet Brittany in a music video <laughs> yes. as an adult. Um, then I have, oops, I did it again mm-hmm. because of the whole, mainly, well, it's a great song, but also the whole Titanic thing. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to pick that. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, it's like my favorite, one of my favorite parts of any songs. Um, then I have toxic cause toxic so great. Yeah. Um, and then the last two are kind of like you, like, I think they're great videos, but also they're my two favorite Britney Spears songs. Mm-hmm. And one is lucky. Ooh, I knew it. The other one is every time. Yes. Every okay. time is my all time favorite Britney Spears song. Really? Every time is? 
Yeah, it's real, real dark, but it's my favorite. And yeah, she's got, I mean, I. If you listen to that song and you watch that music video, you should not be surprised at all about Framing Britney. There is a, uh, hello, okay, so I'm going to go, I'll go through my list because there are some that same thing, like these lyrics, I mean. Overprotected? Mm -hmm. Yes, so that's on my, so my question, so we can talk about this a little bit later too, but I. I wasn't sure if she wrote her songs. Like, I didn't think she wrote her songs. But I, somebody, whoever is writing her songs, is is they know her life. They've tapped into a lot of it. Um, okay, so I tried really hard because I figured you would have, like, most of, like, the popular. I went really, I went really basic. I went yeah. basic and- Britney. <laughs> so and I, I, and I knew it. And I knew it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to try to not go basic Britney. <laughs> Because no, I just totally love them. No, it's totally fine. Okay, so I actually love Sometimes. Oh, yeah, um, Sometimes is great. Sometimes is great. Also because, like, uh, me and my brother would – a lot. so a lot of Britney stuff, like, reminds me of, like, growing up and just, like, love loving to dance. And me and my brother would, like, learn the choreography. So Sometimes is a video that we definitely learned. And I just loved her outfit, the all white like sweater outfit that she was wearing. Um, I had toxic on mine as well, but I'm going to change that since you didn't do this one. I'm a slave for you. That video was fantastic. And her body was amazing in it. Um, Me against the music. It's a good one. With Madonna. One that she wrote. She did write that. Yeah, so on Wikipedia, I, there is an article, songs written by Britney Spears. Oh, so, okay. She didn't write all, but there are some songs are that, some she that she did write. That she wrote, wrote part of them, and Me okay. Against the Music is one of them. Every Time is also one of them. Oh, okay, yeah. And then um, I have, how many did, I said sometimes, I said, well, I switched, because I had Toxic, but you had Toxic. So I did I'm a Slave for You, Me Against the Music. That's four, right? that's three that's three okay clearly I can't count today um so the last two I would be interested to know if she wrote these overprotected no and overprotected is if you listen to the words it, uh, mm-hmm. like how are how have we not tried to help this child um and then peace of me oh yeah peace of me is so good but no she didn't write either of those wow okay so but I think that she probably picks songs or people who wrote for her picks like songs that she would have a connection to. Right. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, I I can't wait till we dive into this because I have lots and lots of lots <laughs> of things to talk about and to say and opinions and all of that. So with that being said, Let's dive into our celeb stories and then um, we'll go from there. The first that I have is Super Bowl halftime. Super Bowl was last Sunday. Um, yay, a Florida team won Tampa Bay. <laughs> Both of us were not cheering for Tampa. Um, but of course, the one thing that we all love is the halftime show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, so I enjoyed halftime. I love the weekend. I feel like I saw a lot of people online that were hating. 
I think that his, I just think his performance, his music is different, right? Like you can't, you can't compare him to like J-Lo or Beyonce or Bruno Mars because they have more, like the weekend, the week I think the weekend has more slower songs than he does fast, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a good mixture of like fast songs that he played, but yeah. I think some of his biggest hits are also to some of his like slower songs. Right. Um, but it's just not the same. It's not like he like I well, love the weekend. And um, I loved the halftime show, but it's not the same as, like you said, like a big performance. But it also, like, it, it, I don't think could have really even been because it was just so different of, like, situations surrounding everything. And I think that's what people need to realize, too, is that, like, give people some grace in the sense of, like, he who knows what his original show maybe would have been like if we weren't in a COVID era, right? Like if he was able to have, you know, guests and like other people come on stage and be able to be on the field, you know, I mean, he was on the field, but I'm assuming that they didn't put a stage on the field because it would have taken a shit ton of people and, you know. Yeah, just- they, I believe that they put the stage up in this, the plaza deck or whatever, um, or in the stands to like avoid the whole like all the people it takes to move the stage in and out in the quick amount of time yeah. and all of that to cut down on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I some of the stuff that I saw was people like criticizing him for not having like outfit changes and like how we demand so much from like our female performers and we don't demand the same things from our male performers. And I'm not saying that those things are wrong because I do think that we do, but I think in this situation, it's kind of ridiculous to attack him because he didn't have outfit changes. Like I also also think that like there are different performances. So if it was, like Beyonce, absolutely, she would have outfit changes. If it was Prince, I would definitely think that he would have an outfit change. I just think the the personality of yeah. the like the weekend wears the same thing pretty much every time he performs. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like that's part of his thing. That's the other thing that gets me so annoyed. And like I get that I'm a weekend fa- the weekend fan, yeah. so like I know about him. I know about the whole mask thing, the bandage thing. Like I I like so many people were I knew about it all. Like because I follow him and I'm a fan, but all the people who just go and start criticizing without even like knowing them as an artist is so like ridiculous. Well, it's because people, people like that's, they thrive off of just like criticizing, like instead of just my thing is, and the same thing happened last year. I think we had the same conversation how people were so up in arms about like Jennifer Lopez and Shakira and like my fan, like it's a family show and she's on a stripper pole and like, blah, 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 whatever. Like, I guarantee you, if she if she came out fully clothed and was like wearing a nun outfit, they somebody would have had an issue with it. And I just think that like instead of appreciating the performance, there's always has to be some like we have to find something wrong with it. And so yeah. like, uh, that was actually not that good. Like, can't we just be like happy we got some like live music? Right. Yeah, did we forget that? I was like so amped. And even like Mike loved it. And Mike and I don't have the same like 
tastes all in music like we like some of the same music but also like the same like production value of like concerts and stuff we like different things like I love Dave Matthews concerts he hated it like stuff like that but he loved it my mom loved it so like people liked it it's just people who wanted to be haters hated people who wanted to make it into like a social like you know male versus female thing did which was so annoying to me like and also that's not the weekend's fault like that's the thing about society like society has has done that and demanded that over time the weekend had nothing to do with that correct so we'll get into society later as well (laughs) but anyway I enjoyed it I liked it and um yeah I mean it was the highlight (laughs) of the Super Bowl for me. So I thought the commercials were, eh, there were a couple funny ones. Yeah, there were, um, I'm trying to think of the ones that the Drake one, the Drake from State the Farm. Drake from State Farm was so funny. I was LOLing real hard at that commercial. <laughs> I loved it. I also liked the one, Jordan. what? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, the Michael B. Jordan one was good. And I liked the one with Gwen and Blake and Adam from The oh. Voice. Yeah. Only because I can't believe they had Adam in it. Well, right. But I feel like they're still, I think they're still no, friends. they are still friends, but it was clearly like, it just felt like it was a voice commercial, even though it ended up being a cell phone provider commercial. But it yeah. was so funny and I like really liked it. And then there was one more I really liked. I know there were very few that I was like, oh, this is really funny. But most of them I was like, eh. Yeah, like I can do without. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, and I also think that maybe it was just harder this year too, because then a yeah, lot yeah. of people wanted to do feel good commercials and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, it's so then it, it, it was not the same climate for commercials at right. all. And right. nor did I, I didn't expect it to be, Yeah, but still it's just the Super Bowl, So it's just one of those things where it's like commercials are like a big deal during it. Plus with the game being so fucking boring oh my god i thought it was gonna be a lot better i mean but it was so boring at one point i was like do we have to keep watching this and mike was like you literally haven't looked up from your phone for like two hours and i was like it sucks i'm sorry but what am i supposed to be looking at it's a boring game like i'm sorry it's like it was no it really was i yeah and i don't it's not like i liked like I don't like Tampa. So like, it wasn't like, it was like my team or like a team I like. It'd be different. Yeah. It would be different if we were rooting for the team, but I was like, right. But anyway, so Super Bowl is great. It was great. All right. Moving on. Um, the Golden Globe nominations came out. They Um, sure did. They sure did. And there have been some uproar. Um, well first I didn't realize that Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were hosting again. I'm like kind of excited about that. Um, I only knew because I had seen, I saw it when the, the nominations came out. Yeah. And it's at the end of February. So yeah. um, what is that? Oh, Emily in Paris was nominated. Not only was it nominated, so the girl was nominated for yeah. best performance by an actress. Yeah. Um, and I think the show was nominated as well, right? It was. Which yeah. is wild, which also shows that were there not were there not that many good television shows that came out? Because I'm well, pretty sure so here's the thing about the Golden Globes. 
They suck. They <laughs> suck. But also, you can buy a Golden Globes nomination. Oh, that's right. This is the one that we always talk about where people... According to NT Lawyer, who uh, like him or not like him, I believe him fully on this. <laughs> there is a lot of behind-the-scenes shit that goes on with Golden Globe nominations. And basically, you can run campaigns to get nominated. You can... Like, it's more... this out of all except for maybe like people's choice awards and stuff it's this political. is a lot more like buzzy and like there's backroom deals and like money and stuff to get nominations so while when I saw that I was legit pissed because I, I still watched that show but like it was not anywhere close to uh one of the five best musical or comedy shows I've watched in the last year okay, okay so let's go, I'm gonna let's go through it I'll go through it just really fast so this is television, best performance by an actor in a television series, musical or comedy, Don Cheadle for Black Monday, Nicholas Holt, The Great, I haven't, I don't, I haven't seen that, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, that's a good one, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, that's a good one as well, um, Rami Youssef, Rami, um, best performance by an actress in television series, musical or comedy, Lily Collins, Emily in Paris, boo, um, Kaylee Coke. I never can pronounce her name. Oko. Oko. The Flight Attendant, which I have not watched yet. But I watched that. Is, is it good? Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. A lot of people don't like it because of the way it was shot. Mm. Um, it gives you, like, anxiety when you don't need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but okay. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, Elle Fanning, The Great. Jane Livy, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek. She better win that. Um... Best performance by actor in a television series drama, Jason Bateman, Ozark, that's a good one. Josh O'Connor, The Crown, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Al Pacino, Hunter, Matthew Reese, Perry Mason. Perry Mason, like old school Perry Mason? Oh, There's right. a reboot on HBO. Reboot, wow. Mm-hmm. Best performance by actress in a drama, Olivia Coleman, The Crown, she wins every year. <laughs> Jody Corner, Killing Eve. That's on our list. Have you watched that yet? No. Oh, that's on our list to watch. Um, Emma Corrin, The Crown, Laura Linney, Ooh, Ozark, Sarah Paulson, Ratchet. Did you did you ever finish watching? Did you watch Ratchet? The reviews were so mixed, I didn't do it. <sighs> I feel and you know, I love me. Um but I did feel a little like I was underwhelmed and maybe yeah. sometimes I'm hit or miss with Sarah Polson. Like sometimes I like her and then sometimes I'm kind of like, mm. and what's his face? Um, Ryan Murphy really loves her. Yeah. He's, she is his number one muse. Yes. And sometimes I'm just kind of like, could we find somebody else? I mean, I watched the whole thing. But I was kind of like hoping that it was a little bit better than it was. But yeah, I, it was one of those things where I didn't watch it at the time. And so it's still on my list. And I'm sure at some point I will watch it. Yeah. But it's just like I keep finding something else to watch before and I keep moving things ahead of it. Mm-hmm. So I just haven't. You haven't. Um, I'm going to skip the limited series stuff because I don't care about that. Um, best television series drama, The Crown. Lovecraft Country, which was really great, and I would love for it to win, but it probably will not. Um, the Mandalorian, Ozark, and Ratched. Um, I feel like the crown's gonna win. 
so boring I like the crown wins all the time it's so boring they just have not gotten that many people it's so boring or Ozark Ozark. Ozark Ozark is the shit Mm -hmm. I love Ozark Ozark I maybe they won last year I can't remember um okay so then we have best television limited series or motion picture made for television normal people the so good normal so people good. good oh normal people is so good normal people is a little bit like um uh uh bridgerton in that i like to watch it by myself because <laughs> there's a lot of sex there's a lot of sex and in the beginning i'm like i don't think this guy's that hot and then like by episode three i'm like this guy is so fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! Um, okay, so yeah. Act the that one. I yeah. that was good and unorthodox. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Best best performance of actress in supporting role. Um, Helena Bonham Carter, of course, The Crown. Julia Gardner, Ozark, which isn't that the um. She won that? last year. She's the yeah. blonde. The blonde. Yeah, she's. Re- I mean, she's, she's really so good. good. But uh, so is Annie Murphy. Know, Annie Murphy, Shits Creek, and then Cynthia Nixon, Ratchet. Um, actor in a supporting role, John Boyega. I love him. Small acts, um, Brandon Gleason, The Comey Rule, Dan Levy, he's going to win Shits Creek, um, Jim Parsons, Hollywood, Donald Sutherland, The Undoing. Isn't it interesting that um, the kids in Schitt's Creek are the supporting role actors and yeah. the parents are the main? Because I kind of feel like they're all main. Yeah, I mean, so I I wonder, because don't you, somebody has to nominate you for something, right? So Yeah, I think they submit it or something. So they're submitting it that way. It's probably just so they can spread the wealth around. Right. I was going to say, so they're still. not competing against each other, right? Yeah, but it's still funny because it's like, I would think... They're all main characters. Yeah. Like I would put like um um uh, what's his face? The mayor and his wife as right. Like, they're what? like supporting characters. Oh yeah, that's very strange. And Ted. Ted is a supporting character. Yeah. Oh Ted. Um best television series, musical or comedy. This is where Emily and Paris is, the flight attendant, um, Schitt's Creek, The Great, and Ted Lasso. I feel like you would really do you don't have Apple Plus or Apple, what is it called? Apple no, Plus? but I'm, we're going to get it and then binge it it's, for like it's, a month and then get rid of it. Yeah, it's so fast to binge and it's, I think you really like it. It's funny. It's very yeah. funny. Um, we're waiting for season two of the morning show to come out. Ooh, yes. Then we're going to do it. Or we might do it before then and then do it again then. That's my new thing. That's what we're going to start doing with all these little offshoots. Yeah. I'm going to get them for like the free trial or maybe like one month. And Watch as much as we can and then cancel it. Yeah. Why not? I think yeah. Because I also want to do that with the new Discovery Plus so I can watch all the new episodes of Fixer Upper. Ooh. They're only on Discovery <laughs> Plus. <laughs> um, okay. Movies. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen any of these movies. Well, wait. So best motion picture, musical or comedy, Borat. Oh, get out of here. Um, Hamilton. I think Borat's going to win. I know. Hamilton, Music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. Oh my gosh. This is like the first time it's been like everything that's on streaming. Cause like, well, cause they're, yeah, well, cause there's nothing else. Right. I've seen all of these, but Borat and Music. 
Palm Springs was cute though, but I don't, I don't Palm know. Palm Springs was cute. Um, best motion picture for a drama, The Father, Mank, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Wow. I, I really want to rent Promising Young Woman. Like I'm like, I'm really close to renting it for $20. What is it on? Amazon? Yeah, it's like it was like a theater movie that you can rent at home for twenty dollars. Oh yeah, I might do that. I um, so good. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that speaks like that. Um, Movies are just hard this year because there really weren't a lot of like so a lot of them are like we're we're starting to get some now. Like, um, I'm looking at this. Oh. But, animated soul is on here i knew jared leto would get nominated for the little things he's so good in that movie oh i don't think i've seen that movie the little things it's on hbo yeah oh we haven't seen that i'm gonna have to watch that's with denzel jared leto and um rami malik rami malik sorry yeah um which okay well, one thing to note that um, so Chadwick Boseman got nominated for Best Actor yeah. in a Motion Picture Drama for oh, Rainey's yes. We haven't watched that yet. Um, we haven't either. We we were going to start it one night and then I don't remember why we didn't. Something happened. Oh, Viola Davis got nominated too. Yeah, I heard that movie's very, very good. Yeah. Also, like, mm, give it to Chadwick. <laughs> well, obviously, I think they're going to. I mean, you have like again. It's the Golden Globes. I know. So not only should they just because, but at the same time, it's the Golden Globes. So like, they don't. It's already not based off of performance. It's based off of like a popularity contest and money. So, but like, even though everyone might as well just give it to him. is amazing in that movie. Well, yeah, but still, oh, right. Um. Okay. I'm trying to think. I think that was. I mean, those are pretty much all. The, um, the important so interesting because not only is it like it's basically like even for shows like for shows it's all streaming shows because yeah. we didn't have any non-streaming shows yeah there's no network, network, network shows yeah which has to be i mean obviously. only network show is always extraordinary playlist i think Yes, that is the only network. That's the only thing from NBC. I mean, well, else. I guess technically Shit's Creek is a network show, but most Yeah, but it's it. popular because of Netflix. Right, right, 100%. Like, right. <laughs> They'll try to claim it. All um, the rest of these, I believe, mm-hmm. are all either... Ted Lasso, I don't know what the group is on, but Ted Lasso is on Apple. Um, yeah. is Hulu. Yeah, I mean, it's either that HBO or like HBO. Some. Yeah, HBO or like Showtime. Yeah, because so. Your Honor is on, um, I believe, Showtime, which I want to watch that. Oh, I that's really good. Yeah. With Brian Cranston. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. Well, <sighs> moving on. Um, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> talk about Aaron Rodgers for a second because I am all sorts of confused because the last time we I checked or we checked what he was dating um oh my god now I can't think of her name Annika Patrick yes yeah so and now sorry for those of you who don't know 
Um, I mean, everybody should know, I feel like. Aaron Rodgers is engaged to Shailene. Shailene? Yeah. Can you pronounce her name? Shailene Woodley, um, the actress. And it was kind of like a surprise for people because I guess he was like on some Zoom call with the NFL, like getting- When he was accepting his award for MVP. Yeah. He was like, he like basically gave her a shout out. I got engaged and whatever. But so I don't even remember hearing that they were dating. Um, we didn't really. No, okay. no one really knew they were dating. Okay. But did we know that he broke up with Danica? Yes. We did. Okay. But the reason I don't think anyone really knew that him and Shailene were dating is because allegedly there's overlap. Mm. Well, of course. There had to be. Because when did he break up with what's-her-face? Danica. In, um, Feb- like February. I guess Us Weekly did say in February 2021 that Shailene Woodley was seeing Rogers, mm. but that in was really kind of it. It in didn't 20- really. In 2020, you mean? Oh yeah, sweet. Oh no. Oh they, yeah, this they reported in 21 they were dating. Right. Oh. So, yeah, we didn't know that until very soon. Right. And Sorry. then all of a sudden they got engaged, which means they probably were dating prior and didn't say anything also they apparently they've been dating what i read the other day and i should have saved it because i can't, i don't know where i don't know where i read it mm-hmm. um apparently so people knew about it in july mm-hmm. but i think they've been dating all of quarantine mm-hmm. at least oh wow yeah i just find it very odd and like, yeah. I also feel like he dates a lot of people and like people that I'm like, hmm, really? Yeah. Well, there's theories about that and I'm not going to get it. I don't want to get into it because it's all allegedly, but what are the theories? How can you say that? You can't say there's theories. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> what? Allegedly they're beards. Oh, okay. That's what is allegedly. I don't I don't necessarily think it's true. I'm just saying that's what I've read. The word on the street. So and it probably isn't true. Yeah. But you know, I like to read all the gossip that's not true. And sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not true. I know you do. But I've been seeing that circulated in some places. Okay. So okay. Um so I'm moving into, uh, I switched around some of our stories. I'm moving into A-Rod. We talked about A-Rod and J-Lo and this Madison from Southern Charm debacle and whatnot. And I think mm-hmm. when we talked, I think, I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago when we talked about it, but since then, I know like Danny has like come out and said that like she saw that like she saw them FaceTiming, right? Did I yeah. So Danny was on a podcast with Kate Casey, and she basically said that it confirmed it was a Rod, but didn't think it was a big deal that she was confirming it because um, one, she thought everyone already had figured it out, and two, because they were just FaceTiming, like it wasn't like a big deal. Wait, I'm sorry. How would you not think that that was a big deal? Like, how would you not think that you can, like, outwardly... 
I think Danny's lying. She's just she was getting back at Madison for yes. saying that Shep gave her a venereal disease. Absolutely. And now she's just playing it cool. Like, well, I thought everybody knew. Oi, ay, ay. And no, no, not everybody knows. So, oh. yeah, allegedly it was never physical. It was only ever like through FaceTime. Um, and they never met up because I think pretty quickly A-Rod realized that she was like using him like fame hungry or like whatever but um fame hungry like I just find it so like I don't know like, I mean but it's like I I can't really blame her though if A-Rod slid into my jams I'd talk to him well I know I yeah same thing with like Jay <laughs> Cutler and like all these people like if they if they slide into your DMs, you're like, oh hey, what's up? Right. But I mean, she knew, like, you know, I think she knows, and she definitely wants to be like an Instagram Instagram famous person for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I think she definitely she wants to take advantage of the fame that comes with being on a, a Bravo show. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if more people are coming to her, get their hair done at her salon because she's been on the show, but I would see it that as a perk as they well. They just expanded. They're opening like an, a location in downtown Charleston that's like really cool or something. Oh, wow. Good for, mm-hmm. good for her though. I mean, I still don't really like her, but. I, so I don't like her as a person. Like I, I wouldn't want to be your friend. Yes. That being said, if she was not on Southern Charm, the show would be not as entertaining. And she is great for reality TV. And I also, though, disagree with a lot of the stuff that the guys say and how they treat her. They have this, like, double standard where it's okay for them to cheat around and fuck around. But Madison, while she's single, can't be talking to four different guys because that's not okay. So while I don't like Madison... I also don't like the way she gets treated for something that the guys do just as much. Yeah. And I definitely think there's a double, double, there's huge double standard double standard. And but that- I also, I also like how sometimes she just was, is like, we'll confront things head on. Yes. Instead of like pussyfooting around it. Like, sure going down to the dock in the finale might not have been like the best thing but she just wanted to get out in the open and like have everyone talk about it and that is great for tv so it's like one of those things where it's like i don't like you as a person but i love you as a tv character it's also like she knows like and i think that that's the thing too is that the point of you being on a reality show is if there are issues you're going to talk about them on television because it makes it makes better for tv Right. And yeah. Maybe if you weren't on TV, you probably wouldn't have confronted Catherine or you wouldn't have said anything, but you're on TV. So like, let's go, you know? Yeah. So, for uh, sure. So yeah. I think that's, that's all, I, that's all I had for this, for that section. Yeah. That's all it really is. I mean, we got confirmation it was A-Rod. Right. But and, we already knew it was A-Rod. So. Right. And I think, you know, J-Lo clearly is like posting, like nothing is, has happened, but she probably doesn't care anyway. I think the thing with her and A-Rod, I think they probably have some sort of arrangement. She might be pissed that he was messy, yep. but she's not pissed because it happened because I'm sure she knows it happens. And I feel like when you get to that level, like, uh, you know, and she's probably, she, not probably, she has been in a lot of like high profile relationships. And I'm sure right. she's 
at a point where like she kind of has her limits of like these are the rules like this is yeah. what we do you know whatever whatever don't fucking make me look and stupid. that seems to be like on like demois stuff and all those like sites that tends to be like the theme is that people think that's what the situation is they have like a it's an understanding like they both know how the other person is you just don't get messy yeah. What's so. yeah i don't mind um so kristen cavallari was spotted filming for the hills um, I read that she's not going to be a full-time cast member, but she is making an appearance. Yes. I think she had to be out there for business mm-hmm. um, and she, uh, for some stuff. And I think that they probably then just like set it up. Yeah. So she would make some appearance. Because she still has her, she opened it. Well, she was going to open a store in LA or they'd still have their little pop-up at the Grove. Yeah. Yeah. And I know she had some photo shoots with Justin I don't know if it, but they could have done those easily in Nashville, but they were both in LA. So they were doing them in LA. Cause he, I mean, I would assume that there's other people running his LA salon. Um, yeah. He only goes there every now and then. And I think he still does some who goes every now and then, and then like gets a bunch of his celeb clients done. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're, when you're making a shit ton of money and you're, you can do that. Yeah. Um, but I am interested to see what this hills, what all the storylines are going to be, and who's staying and who's going. Because I can't. Was everybody gonna? I mean, obviously, what's her face? What's the sister's name? Stephanie. Was yeah. She still gonna be a. Uh, She's not on it anymore. Okay, that's what I thought. Because like that, just I'm like. I don't think. Um, I don't think Whitney's really on it much anymore. I figured. I think they were doing it for the nostalgia of it. And everybody was like, oh, my God. Yeah, but I think the rest of them are back. Okay. Obviously, that's what Spencer said. Because Spencer was on Heather McDonald's podcast, and he was talking about it a little bit. Well, that's right. I need to listen to that. I didn't listen to Um, that. And so I know, like, Frankie's back, and Brody's back, and Pamela and Tommy Lee's son is back. Oh, yes. Him and Heidi are back. Adriana's back. Adriana, oh my god. Adriana? Adriana. <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> well, my brain lately, let me tell you, is bad. Um, <laughs> cast member? So I think most, most are back, not all. Misha's gone. Oh shit, I forgot about her. Yeah. I mean, that was dumb. Like, that was so dumb. Like, I think the only reason why they brought her on there is to maybe confront Perez. Like, honestly. Yeah. That was like the only thing she did. Yeah, I Spencer talked about it on one podcast I listened to, but I can't remember what he said about it. But he didn't like her, right? No, none of them did really. That's but thought. they also said she like she didn't like embrace them any either. Right. Well, I mean, because she probably didn't want to be on a reality TV show, and like she probably feels like she's better than that. Right. But it's like, boo, what have you been in since the OC? Yeah. Somebody tell us. Whitney may be in a little bit, but I think she's trying to focus more on like her YouTube channel is what Spencer said. Her YouTube channel? Like, what does that mean? I don't know. A lot of these people have YouTube channels and they make a lot of money off of it. Oh. (laughs) Shit, maybe I need, we need a YouTube channel. No. (laughs) I know, I can't do it. Um, Okay, sorry. (laughs) 
Um, oh, another, another sighting. This was exciting. Like this was exciting. Cause we talked about this last mm-hmm. week maybe that uh, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian were dating and there was a video of them holding hands or doing something. They were holding hands, right? At dinner. Yeah. Um, so it's like confirmed. Yeah, it's a thing. It is legit a thing. And I'm excited. I mean, yeah, I like it. I mean, obviously I will always want her to be with Scott and that's never going to change. But I actually do like this pairing. So if she can't be with Scott, I'm like, I like kind of like this. <laughs> if she can't be with Scott, this is this is just fine. You well, know. I just think he's older. He's like similar age as her. He has kids. Like he's been famous for a really long time, like at a very high level, but he kind of still now has like a semi-normal life with his kids and like has his shit together. And I just think that that is something like good. He's not like a fame whore. He's not trying to become famous or use her or get her money or like advance his career. Like he doesn't need to do any of that stuff. So, and they were friends for a long time first. So I just think it's a good match in all of those for all those reasons. Yeah. I think it's good. I'm excited. I was excited when I saw it. I was like, oh my God, look. And it's a yeah. video, it's not pictures. It's like a video. Oh, I know. And I actually like scrolled through and watched all the videos. Yeah. I loved it. Um, okay. So our next story. You have to fill me in on this one because honestly, I all I know is the um statement that I saw that I've sent you on Instagram. I didn't know what it was about. Oh, you saw the okay, so. I'll have to have to read a lot of it because I did not watch the actual video, but like I watched, I read a little bit of it. So Chris Harrison was on Extra mm-hmm. last night, I believe, either last night or two nights ago. And Rachel Lindsay, I don't know if she's like permanently on there. Is she permanently, permanently on-, on Extra now? Okay. So I guess she interviewed him and um, I'll just read this because... Uh, Yeah, I'll just read this. So in the interview, Harrison and Lindsay were discussing photos that recently emerged of Rachel Kirk, Kirk Connell, the current front runner of this season's The Bachelor. The photos of which Kirk Connell um, has come under scrutiny showed the 24-year-old attending an antebellum plantation-themed fraternity formal in 2018. In 2018. Yeah. Not 2005. Right. And not that, I mean, first of all, the date doesn't even matter, but like 2018? Yeah. Okay. The photos drew a reaction on social media due to the painful and racist history of the antebellum South ahead of the civil, ahead of the civil war. Harrison defended Kurt Connell's reputation saying the photos were taken a long time ago. And he also spoke out against cancel culture. I haven't talked to Rachel about it. Harrison, Harrison told Lindsay, we all need to have a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion, because I have seen some stuff online, this, this judge, jury, executioner thing where people are just tearing this girl's life apart and diving into it, like her parents, her parents' vote, voting record. It's unbelievably alarming to watch this. I haven't heard Rachel speak on this yet until I actually hear this woman have a chance to speak. Who am I to say any of this? I saw a picture of her at a sorority party five years ago, and that's it. Um, Lindsay continued to press Harrison. Well, the picture was from 2018, 
at an old South antebellum party. So that's not a good look, Lindsay replied. Harrison maintained his not defending it, but said people aren't looking at the party under the same lens now. It's not a good look ever, Lindsay said, before emphasizing the slavery component in regards to being black. She's celebrating the old South. If I went to that party, what would I represent? Which is very true. So basically then today, he like, you know, posted an apology, mm -hmm. blah, 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 whatever. But obviously people are outraged in the sense that like, he, I mean, you're defending it. You're right. defending, you're defending the fact that like, yes, I understand cancel culture is, it, it's crazy, right? Like, and I get that like people do things in their past and they should be forgiven and blah, 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 whatever the case may be. But the past to me is like, like, like 2002, 2003, like maybe when you didn't, like you, is this 2018? Right. Like, well, you can still not cancel the person, but still criticize what they did. I think that's where yeah. people, people have this, like, they don't like condemn things that people do or criticize it because they don't want to be a part of cancel culture. You don't have to cancel a person. Right. You can still say what you did was wrong and offensive and you should not have done that. And just educate people, right? Right. So, so like, but by him not doing that, he, like he is saying it's okay. Correct. Because then people are like, oh, okay, well, fine. You know, and, and the fact that he, you know, it, I think the thing that probably pushed, you know, Rachel was the fact that he was like, it was years ago. And right. like, it wasn't years ago. It wasn't years ago, bro. Like 2018 was like just around the river. That was like two years ago. Like, yeah, it's 2021. So it's three it was, math, but really it was like two years ago. Right. When like still like, yes, maybe we didn't have social media, like in the early 2000s when we weren't seeing like racial divide and un like unjust things. But like in 2018, like we're protesting Black Lives Matter, like protests were happening. So like, you know that your ass shouldn't have been doing that party. Right. Yes. For and, that, sure. and that, and I don't know what school she went to, not that it matters, but like, I don't know what school she went to. She clearly went to a Southern school, I'm assuming. Um, I mean, I don't know if like a school in California would do something like that. Maybe, who knows? But to me, that's just like crazy that- Georgia College. Who? Georgia College. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So for sure in the South. Wait, I thought she went, hold on. Well, like who thinks of these? I mean, I know who thinks of these. But like, to me, that's just like- What's Georgia College and State University? Is it a-, is it a um, like a community college? I've never like, heard of Georgia College and State University. I've heard of Georgia College. I've heard of Georgia State. But not Georgia College. Not Georgia University. College and State. Oh. She went to Georgia College. This, this first article had the wrong school. Oh, so she was in, yeah, she was in the fucking South, which doesn't excuse it. It just is like so. No, I mean, nothing excuses it. It's just, but it just, it's also like the bachelor already has had issues, with like, you know, not having a black bachelor bachelorette for so long. And Chris Harrison's come under fire before for things he's said. 
And so to then not like take a stance on it. And also like, no offense, Chris, but you're going up against Rachel Lindsay, who is like one of the best people to speak on this issue. Like the way she, well, right. But the way she speaks about it is so like, it's not, it's not even like big word. It's like matter of fact, like this is how things are. And so like, I don't, it just, he's stupid. So now I saw there's a petition to get rid of him as the host. Yeah. I mean, it won't happen, but like, you know. Honestly, I think, I don't think that it would be because of this, but I could see where they, I, I'm not sure how much longer he wants to be the host. Well, right. I mean, just like Dancing with the Stars, like I understand that people were so up in arms about like getting rid of Aaron Andrews and Tom, whatever his last name is, Brogeron or whatever. But like at some point, like you gotta shake it up. And like, yes, was Tyra Banks, was Tyra Banks the best fit? Who knows? But like, give her a chance. And maybe some of these old ass white dudes don't need to be on these shows for 25 years, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, it's true. <laughs> I mean, just like. <laughs> oh my God, the party literally looks like the way that the, um... did you ever go to Cypress Gardens? No. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you probably didn't because you're from Miami. Cypress Gardens used to be Legoland. It was uh-huh. a theme park before Legoland. It was called Cypress Gardens. Uh-huh. And they used to have Southern Bells. Oh, and they that. dressed, this is how they dressed in these dresses. But what? it literally looks like the Southern Belle dresses. Ew. Also, I mean, it, closed like, a while, it closed a long time ago, but. But also, like, to me, that doesn't, that is not a theme. Like, that. that is not a good theme party to me. I mean, obviously, I'm Black, so, like, I would never think to do that, but, like... Well, yeah, they, yeah, no, it's not a good theme party. I would rather you do a Georgia College. It is a theme, it is a theme party at Georgia College. Not a good one. (laughs) Clearly. But it is one. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I don't know. I, I could, I could do without Chris Harrison, you know, sorry. Oh, it was a KA fraternity. Oh, well, there you go. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know anything about. Oh, you don't know about KAs? KA, what? Kappa Alpha? Yeah. That's a fraternity, yes? Yeah. Are they racist as fuck? I mean, I don't want to stereotype, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know any. Kappa Alpha is like the most Southern male fraternity, like across the board. I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm sure they have them at Florida, but like I hung out with like Sig Epps and um, Pi Caps. Because they they were cool and not racist. <laughs> I'm sure they have KAs. They do Florida. have KA out Florida. Yeah, I didn't know any. They probably didn't want to know me anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> all the all the kids that were in Florida frats, like the ones that I like the SIGAPs, all were from South Florida. So like they weren't trying to get into that shit. I'm sure some of them were, but um okay. Are we ready? We're ready for the big, the big topic. Yes. Now I'm, I'm like in a rabbit hole now. No, get out. Get I out. Don't wanna, I don't want to <laughs> get out of the rabbit hole. This is not shocking, but um, if you go on the Kappa Alpha Order uh, University of Florida Facebook page. Oh, no. They have a photo from 2017 of their um, old South. Uh, Shut up. Picture from New Orleans in 2017. <laughs> They had an old South Pole um, party as well. It's like a thing that the fraternity does across the board. 
Oh, it's the, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. This is so gross. And- it's gross. It's so gross. Also, look at, um, <laughs> look at the complexion of everybody. <laughs> They're white as fuck. Oh my it's God. Gross. It's so gross. I'm actually so surprised that this fraternity still exists. Like, um, cause it's, it's like, never, it's never not going to exist in Florida and Georgia and Alabama. No, but it, it's like, no, like, it's not even like a secret. Yeah. Cause it's like, what are they going to do? I mean, I don't know. I don't really know how, how the fraternities work, but I'm pretty sure that like all the legacy people yeah but a school could kick off can kick off a fraternity and take their charter that is true that is so you're right i'm just surprised that uh they haven't done that and we're like oh that's cool yeah racist ass party every year all across the board i mean but yeah it's yeah it's pictures from 2017 does that mean that they stopped doing those parties after 2017 no they just didn't post it on facebook in 2018 2019 or 2020 (laughs) Oh my God, I can't. Oh, bless, bless it. Oh, wow. They're having a. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Seventy travel about UFKA. Um, so this is like the national. I'm on the national chapter page. They're having, um a series of events called navigating with um ka's oh crap morals or something what are they navigating how not to be racist but one of their one of their events is education and prevention on sexual misconduct oh god (laughs) they should just do away with brats i mean they really should I mean, it just, what is it, what is it doing? Even if they're doing programs about this stuff, it doesn't mean they're not still committing rape. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Stephanie, okay, we got to move on. Sorry. <laughs> you know I'm right. I know you are. Okay, moving on. Framing Brittany, finally. Let's fucking go. Let's talk about it. If you haven't watched it, what are you doing with your life yeah if you haven't watched it you need to you need to turn us off and watch it because i mean i mean a lot of it so i think i don't even know like honestly i don't even know where to start um one i'm shocked not shocked but i was impressed that they got so many people who were like close to her and like were in you know what i mean like the assistant like people who like really know i'm not surprised they got that crazy lady <laughs> i mean she was not crazy <laughs> but like she wasn't cra- i mean she wasn't crazy but she was very southern like very like louisiana like like i grew like i grew up with her like just you know oh yeah yeah well she got screwed over by jamie so that's why she did it of course and yeah. i'm sure that's why most people spoke yeah. out is because even the lawyer the lawyer who was like i was on the case and then they said that was crazy that he, that she was too unfit to hire her own counsel so we're gonna give her a public defender that is a court sorry a court appointed attorney that's right, so right. ridiculous yeah so um okay so 
let's let's like start from the beginning, I guess. Um, basically, the documentary it goes through like Britney's whole. But did you know? That, well, before you start, hold on. Did yeah. you know it was like a whole series? called Wait, the new york times presents oh yes i i noticed that when um i logged into hulu and i was i just put in britney spears and then it popped up like new york uh yeah, new york, so new york. it's like a whole series and this was episode six i do want to watch the other ones the series the ones. i don't even know who the other episodes were about i just know some of them are just like because there's one on like brianna brianna taylor there's like a bunch of like um not a bunch because there weren't that many but there's, oh yeah okay yeah there's like other things that they talk the about teenager who hacked twitter hurricane of fire the killing of brianna taylor dominic fike at first i don't know who that Get is though. brave and then framing britney yeah okay okay so it follows her it goes through like her career um they have the first because the assistant was the first person she was like the one kind of like talking through her early years Mm -hmm. um which a lot of it I think I mean if you're a fan a lot of a lot of her story you kind of know but I think for me watching kind of like watching like her being interviewed or just like headlines and just things like that because I mean obviously when Britney was famous like our generation and I was talking to Tabitha about this like our generation we were young right and so we yes we might have seen tabloids and like whatever but like how invested in stuff we are now we weren't like privy to all of that and it was really like our parents and like all of them and a lot of people who are very passive on things and probably were perpetrators of like the way she was treated I mean looking at like the Diane Sawyer interview or like did you see the Rosie O'Donnell one too with Mariah and with her so there was a lot of things that I was like if I mean if Britney were if she were like she's still famous but like if her career would have started later I wonder how her like if her life would have been different if you know because you look at all of yes social media is not the best but it has taken a lot of the paparazzi craziness like that Mm -hmm. shit was like I felt like so awful for her of just like being so scared that there are so many people swarming your car like you can't get out you can't like I could never imagine that yeah no wonder you want to hit somebody with an umbrella right like Like everyone knows that Brittany drove with her kid in her lap but like not everyone realizes the reason she did it I'm not saying it was right still but like the reason she did it is because she was scared because of all the paparazzi that were surrounding her and her kid was crying and she was just trying to get home and from Starbucks or wherever, like someplace not far. So yeah. like, it's not okay, but the story behind it makes it a little bit different than when you just see a picture of her. It looks like she's cruising through Malibu with right. her kid on her lap, which was not the situation at all. She was being chased. Right. And just like from the beginning of her 
because they showed so what I thought was really interesting is so they showed her well the first thing that I thought was terrible when she was on star search and she's after she sings she gets interviewed by forgot his name whatever his Ed Ed McMahon Ed McMahon Mm -hmm. and he was like oh I don't know if he commented on her looks or whatever he did and then was like so do you have a boyfriend uh sir first of all I'm like seven right why is that a question that you should ask me and then was like didn't he say something like can I be your boyfriend or like something Something really Mm -hmm. something very creepy that as an old ass man you should not first of all you should not be asking me if I have a boyfriend Second of all, you should not be commenting on the fact that you want to be my boyfriend. Yeah. And just like shit like that. So then she goes from like being like, I feel like even when they were interviewing her, she just looked so young. And then you get to like, hit me baby one more time, like the song, like the video. And she looked so much older, like just like made up and you know, whatever. Yeah, but she was still 16. And she was still 16, which is mm-hmm. crazy. And like, I don't know, there's, there are a bunch of things with like her wardrobe and like people commenting on like, oh, you're like dressing so sexy. And it's like, so what? Right. So what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really, so I really enjoyed the documentary. I do think a couple things like I thought that they left out a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. They could have gone into things a lot more. Kevin Federline, he got a great edit. Oh, we got a great edit. Yes. Minus the kid custody stuff. Yeah, even still, he got a great edit because, like, he's still just living off of her money and and asking for more all the time. Um, It didn't get into a lot of stuff, but, like, I just it could have been a lot longer but I've also listened to like literally 15 hours of a podcast all about her and read a lot so like I just know a lot about it um so I just thought that some of it was kind of rushed so like when I saw everyone with all the Justin Timberlake backlash I honestly thought it was going to be a lot more than what was in it me too I was so confused after like literally after the clip that they showed like yes that was wrong whatever it wasn't great it wasn't great it was bad he he is terrible like there's a lot more stories they could have told correct but I was like wait this is why everybody's mad at him like I'm confused just because like he like yes was it shitty that he like they whatever they broke up and then he spun the narrative and who knows maybe his Maybe his P- PR people were better than hers. Maybe he got in front of it before she could. But I mean, they they spun it to the fact of she cheated on him. He like he's devastated. He comes out with a song. He's making sure that like everyone's speculating because we mm-hmm. all did. I did. I was like, shit, that's good song too. What'd you say? A damn good song. A great song. But you're like, oh, that girl looks like Britney. She got a little bucket hat and the blonde hair and a butterfly tattoo on her back or a fairy, whatever it was. Yeah. And we all were like, oh shit, that's, that's Britney. Britney. That's Britney. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, cancer. I think it made people like realize and then people started Googling and like reading. And then, oh, let's put it together with the Janet Jackson stuff that Justin yeah. did. Yeah. And then like this whole article that one of our friends sent. 
about like actually 20 times that Justin Timberlake was problematic and got away with it. And it's like all these things that he's done. What is it? Um, so there's 20 things. First one is the whole ja- uh, Janet Jackson, the nipple. Yes. Um, but then the same year, he got to perform at the Grammys. Yeah. He issued a public apology, but they wouldn't let Janet Jackson attend and he didn't say a word. Um, then number three is he was asked if he fucked Britney on a radio show and he said, okay, yeah, I did it. That oh, was, that's right. That's what they that was in the documentary. Yes. Uh-huh. I the did it. Yeah. The Crimea River video. Um, mm-hmm. that's one. Um, then what goes around comes around. Basically, that was, that was about her too, right? Yeah. And, and the girl dies in a car crash at the end of the video. Wait, so and the cool. lyric is tale as old as time, girl, you got what you deserved. Um, then when he got busted holding hands with his Palmer co-star while his wife was pregnant. Yeah. Um, when he released his pop single, Take Back the Night, which is also the name of a prominent anti-rape organization. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah. Oh, that was a good song, though. Shoot. In the uh, song, there, it says, they're going to try to shut us down, but I'll be damned if we're going to let them take back the night. And he says he didn't know about the name of the organization and it has nothing to do with it. Um, when we did he, say something. Okay. When he responded to Jesse Williams' speech about police brutality with we are the human race. Oh. Um, there's like a tweet about it. Basically, he commented after he spoke. After Avery spoke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget this form sometimes. I was truly inspired by at jesse williams speech because i really do feel that we are all one human race um when he imitated rihanna's mother's accent and when he accepted the ama for best male soul r&b artist oh i don't remember that and there's like a bunch about prince so apparently he has issues with prince apparently uh, justin allegedly called out prince in give it to me with the lyric we missed you on the charts last week Damn, oh, yes. he wasn't there. Now, if sexy never left, then why is everybody on my shit? Don't hate on me just because you didn't come up with it. Because Prince called him out for, he said, whoever's claiming that sec- they're bringing sexy back, sexy never left. Yes, I remember that. I remember that feud that they had. Yeah, then he accepted the Golden Globe for best original song and a motion picture on Prince's behalf and stooped lower to imitate Prince being short. Um, then when he performed during the half Super Bowl halftime show, full circle, um, he, two years ago or three years ago, uh, when he, he brought out the hologram, that's right. Even though the singer never wanted to be a hologram and thought the whole practice was demonic. Right. I'm then, um, he hosted his man of the woods listening party at Paisley park. Oh. Uh, then he dedicated his hashtag times up hashtag why we wear black IG post to his hot wife. Wait, what? <laughs> um, when he kissed Jessica Simpson just to win a bet with Ryan Gosling. Mm. Um, when he kept cutting off um, SZA uh, when they were uh, both on Ellen and Ellen was asking her questions directly, he would cut her off every single time. 
Um, and he did it using a black scent is what BuzzFeed called it. So like a black accent. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when Justin made this out of the pocket comment about having your cake and eating it too. Oh, basically. So Dylan Farrow tweeted something about, um, oh, no, he was, uh, I can't, I don't remember what the tweet was in response to, but basically it was when all the, he was filming a movie with Woody Allen mm-hmm. and he said random question can someone explain uh the saying you just want your cake and you eat it too what else am i about to do with cake and then dylan farrow comment that the saying means for example that you can't support times up and praise sexual predators at the same time oh because he's working for like one of the biggest ones ever um when he shaded britney's vegas residency saying it's like you're planning your retirement um when he inducted madonna into the rock and roll hall of fame and felt the need to say in his speech the world has always been full of madonna wannabes i might have even dated a couple Uh oh and then when he did the barbara walters interview did you and britney save yourselves for marriage and he said sure and started laughing That was after the breakup when she only interviewed him and not Britney. And not Britney, which is a problematic in itself. Yeah. There's and then so- they have at the bottom of this article, they have two of the S Weekly magazine covers that came out at the time. And one of them is, did she betray him? So painting her as the villain. Right. And his cover is Justin on my own. Oh. Solo in every way, the sexy singer sets the record straight on his new life, his hot new album, and the truth about those romance rumors. And then for hers, it's friends now allege that cheating and jealousy drove the dream couple apart and led to Britney's career break. How is it? How is it that that narrative got? I mean, I'm assuming that it's his PR people, right? Like, I think it's his PR people. I think it's also because, like, how she dressed, that she was a woman, like, all of it. Like, it all just added together. Yeah. His people got out in front of it first Mm -hmm. um, and really spun it. But then it was easy to spin because here's Justin, this, like, handsome guy who everyone loves. I mean, me included and then we have this like girl who dresses like a slut so she must be a slut right wanting to be a virgin right all that stuff and so people just take his side and they paint her as the bad guy right which my thing is like I honestly I envied Brittany and her outfits because like she had a great body so Um, yeah I I mean if I looked like that I'd be wearing crop tops all the damn time. Like, who uh, cares? Even who cares? when Mike and I were watching this documentary the other night, do you know how many times he was like, she's so hot? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, she is so hot. I was agreeing with him. Yeah. But she was. She really was. And I just, I feel like it's just wild to look at how different the world is now right like you I mean people are getting millions of dollars on Instagram like wearing bikinis you know and like no one is slut shaming them or saying you know what I mean like it's just 
it's wild to me that this girl was so, you know, talented and pure and like, was just like, I like dressing up. I like being a girl. I like being able, I have a badass body. Like my thing is like, hello, you are only going to have this body once. And really only for the first video was she really kind of young. I mean, the rest of them, she was old enough to be dressing how she was dressing. Most of the time she was what, 18 or like in 20. So it's kind of like, I'm a grown ass woman. But the fact that so many people had, you know, stuff to say about that just really is unfortunate. And I also think that like, the thing that I thought was really sad and, and what they, then what they talked about was, you know, when she shaved her head and after having kids, like, again, that's another thing that like, people didn't really talk about postpartum and like, especially being a celebrity and being such a high profile celebrity. And, you know, going through so much that like, and having paparazzi follow you, you know, like now, nowadays, you know, women don't have, I mean, they, celebrities don't have that type of like craziness. Yeah. And, but also talking about postpartum is like more natural. Whereas before, like, no, people just assumed, you know, she went, she was going crazy because she shaved her head. That should have been a a red flag to anybody in her like camp to be like, what's going on? Yeah. At no point does a woman willingly shave their head. I mean, maybe nowadays people are like, whatever, you know, whatever. But not like a pop star like Britney, like that, you know. Correct. Yeah. And then the other big like chunk of it talked a lot about her conservatorship, which like the things that I find so fascinating about the conservatorship is that like her dad was not around as a child and in the beginning of her career. And then all of a sudden he steps in and like conservatorship. That's what confused me because I was like, her mother was with her from day one, all day, every day. And at what point was her mom, like, I guess I don't understand, like, did her dad just like swoop in and was like- So her her parents were divorced. Well, right. But like, at what point was her dad like, I'm taking the reins? Like if her mom, if her mom was the one that was always with her, always taking care of her, because this happened like what, 12 years, like early on, right? Mm -hmm. And so at what point- is your mom kind of like, your dad has never been around, but like, clearly, you know, he just stepped in. Like, how are you not fighting that? And maybe she is and we don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's some people who say that Brittany and her had some rough points too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I thought, I think that they've reconciled as of late. Um, but I think, honestly, I think that, cause she, she was Baker acted Right. Twice and that's yes. when it happened. And I think he just, I, I don't even think her mom probably even realized that he was going to do it. And then once he had done it, it was too late. Yeah. yeah. But it's not something you can easily reverse. Yeah. Which is crazy. But yeah. I also, I like, I think it's so crazy that you have this woman who you won't, you, she can't make her own decisions on who she's going to date, how she's going to spend her money, when she's going to see her kids or what she's even going to do with her kids. When she goes on vacation, where she goes, she can't make any decision about her life. But 
she can perform a Vegas residency where she's performing what seven, eight times a week and make $350,000 of performance. Correct. How? That's right. Because she's competent and that's what they need. Correct. They need her. They need her to make that money. She was making so much her. I mean, her Vegas show was great. I went to it. It's amazing. I was actually sad that she didn't do it. Like she um, decided to, I mean, actually I'm not sad. She should have canceled it because I think that it was a lot. I, I also think that like she was at a point too and they didn't, I'm shocked they didn't show this because I remember the one time people were like, yo, what's up with Britney when she performed at the VMAs and she was doing Give Me More and she just looked like somebody had drugged her and was like, yeah. go perform. Yeah. And like, to well, me, that's, the thing. that's what I think it is. Like, they were like, you have to make us money. Yeah. Basically, she's been like the cash cow for all of these people, because besides just her dad, there's all of the lawyers involved. All these people are living off of Britney. K-Fed, he's living off of Britney's money. And the more time he has the kids, the more money he can go after um, until they're 18. And which he does, it keeps going up every year. He asks for more money and they keep a- approving it because he's having the kids more and more or less than then all of a sudden more again. And, but that's the thing is like, you, you can't let this woman make her own decisions, but you can force her into like performing and doing all this stuff, which like people close to her say that she doesn't, she may still love music and dancing and stuff, but she doesn't want to be performing every night. Like she wants to be home in Louisiana with kids. I forgot who said that. I think, oh, I think it was Heather McMahon was like, Brittany just wants to be in Louisiana on a farm with her kids. And I'm pretty sure that's what she wanted. I think, yes, I I feel like she, her career, I mean, she has, I mean, great albums. Like, honestly, like I would say, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. She came out with a recent one, but I would, uh huh? Glory. Yeah, I didn't listen to that one. But like the Blackout and Circus was probably... Uh, maybe the one after circus, maybe was okay. But, and those were obviously when she was under the conservatorship, but I think that there's a point when like, it's exhausting, especially I think when you've been doing it since you were a kid and the height of you, the height of it was like intense, you know, it wasn't like a gradual, you know, like, okay. Like there's some, there's some celebrities who like, you know, it, it's a ramp up. Right. But I yeah. feel like it, she was worked. I mean, she was on the Mickey mouse club, which is, was huge. She was on the Mickey mouse club. And then she, she for all of, you know, two thousands was on a high and it's paparazzi. It's not, it's nonstop. You're in movies, you're in te- like, you're doing all of this shit. And I think at some point, especially dancing too, like dancing and everything, your body is like, no yeah in your mind and if you're dealing with so much other like mental stuff too how do you do it yeah I don't know I mean I just I don't know how they get past the she's not competent to take care of herself or her money but she is competent enough to work like it's one or the other and like I'm not saying that she shouldn't be under a conservatorship but her, I know for a fact that Jamie Spears, her father, should not be the person in charge. Right. Well, and I mean, I think like now we're seeing a glimpse of like, you know, I think 
the documentary like the documentary came out and a lot of people not a lot of people but like her current boyfriend has said has uh, like basically spoken out um saying that the dad's an asshole which clearly we already know I think like Britney's been posting I mean I don't think it's her but like you know there I forgot what I saw somebody said that there was like basically she's she's like actively trying to get out of the you know conservatorship which we all know but I I think that um something just came through that the dad still remains co-conservator yeah um, he is and there but there's gonna be another trial um they yeah. just keep delaying it um NT lawyer like for what it yeah sometimes he's just talking about like rumors and tips and his blind items but he does pull every single court file that comes up with this case and reads it and explains it to people because he's a lawyer. So yeah, it's great. It's really great. And so I loved, I I loved that the fans too. I mean, that was like insane. Like those fans, like the fact that they had one person who was able to go inside the court and was like created a Google doc and was going to like put the stuff in the Google doc. And then somebody was going to read it to everybody. I was like, wow, you guys are committed. Yeah. Well, and anyone can go and pull those court files. That's the thing because they're all public. But like, who's going to do that? Like, I'm not going to as a casual fan go do that. But there are people who are, thankfully, and they're up on it and they're keeping track of it. And like, I have a a friend. Well, friend is a loose term. This kid that my brother and I used to be in this dance troupe with in Miami who danced for Britney. Mm-hmm. um yeah he danced for Britney and her to- like I think he I can't remember if he went on tour with her and then got hired to do her residency but like when I went in 2015 maybe I don't remember whenever I don't remember when Tabitha's uh bachelor it was but when I went um he, he was he was dancing with her and yeah. I would be interested, like, I don't talk, like, I don't talk to him, like, literally, we, like, he was probably, he was on So You Think You Can Dance, um, but when we danced together, he was probably in middle school, because, like, I think I was in high school at the time, Mm, was I in high school? I don't know, whatever, but he was young, so, like, I, he would probably remember me and my brother, but, like, I don't talk to him. But it would be really, int- I would like love it if I could track him down and just be like, I just want to know, like, A of all, did you have I to bet sign- he can't talk about I it. Know. I was like, I was going to say, A of all, did you have to sign an NDA? And I'm oh, sure yeah. you did. I'm sure you 100% did. And B of all, like, can you tell me something? <laughs> and he'd be like, no. Yeah. But oh, I just like. But I mean, I was I was shocked that her the one of her old dancers and like creative director was on there mm-hmm. because like and I remember him too because like yeah, I early, him I knew exactly who he was as soon as he came on the screen yeah like early on I was obsessed with the video <laughs> yeah yes I was obsessed with all of her videos and all of her dancers I've always been obsessed with dancers like even Jan Jackson's dancers but e- so that but I'm also intrigued to know like I, I want other people to like say something like Wade Robinson who like choreographed all of her videos like I want him to say some shit like I want I want people like who are really in her circle well, Wade is who she allegedly cheated with correct 
so I mean, but he's like happily married now. Wait, is he married or am I thinking? Yeah, I'm pretty married? sure he's married. Yeah, I think Wade's married. There's somebody else. Oh, Brian Friedman. No, Brian Friedman. But that's another choreographer that I'm like, he worked with her too. Like, I I want these people to be like, yeah, that shit was kind of crazy. Like, mm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was so, it was really good. Um, I wanted more, but it was still, it didn't yeah. make it not good. It just, I just wanted more. I, I think it could have been its own like docu-series rather than just like one episode. Yes. Um, in this like series of episodes, but I do think it will cause people to like look into it more, be more aware of it. I do like that people are going back and realizing that like she did not get treated the way she should have been treated. And like, right. yeah, it's 2021 and people are like, way different about things but like at least people are like, realizing acknowledgement. Like, yeah at least acknowledgement yeah, is there really like there's, yeah there's like a lot of I mean even like even the family feud question oh my god the family feud question that was so bad I was like are you fucking kidding me that was so terrible so bad but yeah like, that's the thing is, is like that it was the Diane Sawyer interview and like all of it was crying and you know what's crazy I remember that interview because I remember when she started crying and she was like oh my god like bad Britney like she was like having her own like inter but to me and I think Sunia sent a voice note about it and was kind of like you could see her being that like country girl like just like where am I what is happening and like this woman is a like yeah asking me and asking me and there was one guy who was like something oh some asked her something about her boobs and I'm just like how how was this okay right and it was terrible that's what's crazy is you go back and you look at so basically um a lot of things have been cut like a lot of old people are pulling Oh, the internet. People are pulling shit left and right. So many clips. The other day, somebody posted an old, like, two, Rosie O'Donnell interviewing Mariah, telling Mariah, oh, what did, like, some, some shirt that she had on. And she was like, Mariah was like, let me finish. Like, don't, you know, Mariah was like, no, what you're not going to yeah. do is sit here and tell me that I shouldn't be wearing whatever. And then she did the same thing to Brittany. And Brittany explained why, like, she was going to Florida and, like, she thought it was going to be hot and ended up not being hot. And, like, Rosie was like, well, um, I'm old. She said something like, if I was your mother or I'm older than you, don't wear that again or, like, some bullshit. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? That people would never say that shit now because somebody would never. They would read, they would be like, don't fucking, I, I will walk off this set. Yeah. And it's also crazy that Rosie did it. Somebody who has been criticized a lot in the media by the media. And then in turn, though, really just spent a lot of her career criticizing other women. Yes. It's just wild to see like, and now, I mean, like, I think Sarah Silverman had had a really bad joke too. Cause she said some, it was something about her kids. Right. Wasn't she like, yeah, that it was, was an abortion the, joke about her kids. Yeah. Like something like it was the worst mistake or like that was a mistake or something about her kids. Yeah. And like, uh, and I guess she apologized. Yeah. Oh, she wow. did come out and apologize. Um, it was too late though. Like, I mean, right. Yeah. So, cause all of these things probably contributed to whatever ended up happening with Brittany. Yes, like, absolutely. Could you imagine just being like a, 
And some of the stuff that like was not in this documentary at all and they completely skipped over it. But like, well, I guess I did. They briefly talked about how her assistant with went with her when she traveled because her parents couldn't go. Well, what they left out was that like sh- they sent her over to Europe for like six months at a time. Oh, that's right. I remember you said And like, sure, this assistant was there, but like some of the stories I've heard, it, Brittany did not have much supervision and she was like 15. Well, Matt was confused because he was like, this was funny. Because when they, when the woman, when the assistant was like, yeah, um, when she got the record, I guess she got the record deal or like they were coming back and forth to New York and like, but they had the, like Jamie Lynn, which by the way, I hate the fact, I forgot the fact that the daughter is named after the mom and the dad, like that. Yeah, so, so terrible. Country. Um, sorry for people who are country but um but when she was like yeah so the little one was home so they they couldn't travel and Matt was like both of them but which is true like why like if well I think but yeah yeah I mean I think because the mom took care of the kids right and Jamie clearly didn't do shit right so Yeah, but but she was, like, abroad for months at a time without her parents. And, like, yeah, she had the assistant who was, like, her supervisor. But, like, there's there's some crazy stories that I don't know if they're true or not. But, like, even still, like, you know things happened when she was abroad without, like, anyone with her. Without people looking after her. I mean, think of, like, I mean, just from Cope, people – how they t- how they were talking in interviews i can only imagine how they were acting in real life right but- so um she got exposed to a lot of things just like too young basically yeah. so i'm not like but all of these things combined contributed to whatever went on and why she's where she is now and it just is so sad and um it's but it was a good documentary she was so talented and she still is i mean talented still is yeah that, like, she, which is strange because like in the beginning, like Brittany had a good voice, but she's never been like, you know, she was never like a powerhouse, like could not really sing. No, like no, she's not a powerhouse singer, but she's a great performer a and great her, performer, great performer. And her a lot like how Janet, like Janet as like, Janet is not the best singer. She doesn't sing live, but when you go to her show, you're like, holy shit. Like yeah. this is a production. This is a she is giving you everything and that is what Brittany is well and Brittany idolized Janet right and I just think that it is so unfortunate that like her yes her career has been great right she's making money but I just feel like it probably wasn't it didn't go the way that she probably envisioned it would Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and it's sad it's it is sad it made me very like it it made I was like Inner, it was good and I learned some stuff but it also just made me sad just sad yeah I mean it was really sad very sad and then it made me start thinking about all the other people because like at one point they showed the holy trinity photo which is what oh. some people refer to as the Paris Brittany and Lindsay photo and um then I just started thinking oh god Lindsay her, she's like she was portrayed similarly in the media and and a lot of stuff and it was all during that paparazzi time and Paris same thing like 
And then just thinking about all these other people too. All got it. I think Jessica Simpson got it a little bit. I think Christina Aguilera got it as well. And Christina was, uh, Christina was the same thing. She was really thin, skinny, like wore crop tops too, but she just wasn't a dancer. Like how, um, even still, I feel like Christina got more respect because she was naturally a better singer. Well, yes, I think. So like when she came out with like dirty and stuff, like, oh, people talk about her. They dragged her, but she they did not drag her like Britney got dragged. I feel like Christina was always treated as the one who could sing, and Britney was the slutty one. Yes. No, I t- yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And, that's and how I, I remember it. I like, know where Jessica the where, time. Did, where did Jessica fall in the Christian one? Yeah. <laughs> that's just how she felt with the big boobs. Yeah. <laughs> so Oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, it, I am on team free Britney. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I'm not, no, I don't know if I'm on team free Britney. I'm on team. Jamie should not be her conservator. Oh yeah. I mean, I definitely think that, I mean, even the part when they were like, oh, it's a business, like, or like it's, it's working as a business and they needed to have more money. The guy needed a sal. The lawyer needed a salary or some bullshit. I'm like, um, n- n- no. Right. That to me, that is a completely different thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would rather like have her mom have the bank. Isn't that what she wanted? She wanted the bank. Want, yeah. I mean, have some party who really has no interest involved. Make like there has to be someone who can make decisions for her that are in her best interest, not based off of any personal gains. And that's who should is, be in charge. Because my thing is, how do you know how much like is he is he consulting with her when he's like, I'm taking twenty thousand dollars out to do he so, doesn't have to consult with her. Correct. So that he doesn't consult with her on anything. In fact, right. he can tell her, You can't do this, you can't right. do that. Everything so that he does, that he everything, anything. That means that he he can pocket a million dollars and she'll never know. And I'm sure he's, he's not supposed to, but yes. <laughs> Literally, she cannot do anything. Her conservatorship, you can find it somewhere. I don't, and you can find like the legal word. Like she literally cannot do anything. That's why when all these people think she's posting these cryptic messages, I don't think Brittany has control of her social media. No, so- I think- that it's so her I was in a I'm in a group I'm in a group chat with these girls and one of the girls said and I don't I mean I don't know if she knows for sure but she was basically like no she has to like she sends a photo and she sends what she wants yes. it to say and they post it for her and they post it and the thing is is that they want people to think that she is crazy so if but she, she sends been posting a lot of like interesting stuff after the documentary came out have you but seen the it? thing is is it's interesting yes but at the same time it's not her being like all this is true it's like there's two sides to every story like it's things where like you can interpret it to be However her like yeah. saying it's true yeah. but it's not actually her saying this is all true. true right right like that's the thing so like they just they want people to think that she needs a conservatorship so they are gonna post whatever the fuck she tells them to post right of course she's not posting it no she's definitely not but, she doesn't even have a cell phone that has cell service but also some of her videos i'm like oh wow yeah but they don't <laughs> care cause... Notice, wait so i noticed when i was looking at videos i was like damn i don't know if it was like 
no i don't know if it, it was it had to be when she married kevin federline but i'm like after that somebody like somebody just needed to be like don't wear extensions because her hair was great in the beginning like her normal hair was fine and then like she had all these taped extensions in and her hair just looked awful so well the problem yeah it's because she won't sit still f- that for that long she won't the amount of time it takes for them to do her hair she can't sit still for that long so know, she gets like, them done and then they look terrible because she won't get like she doesn't so keep up with it's them so bad yeah because the i was watching the um uh gimme video um and i was like oh god this is so bad yeah it's it, it, yeah it is actually not the video is not good <laughs> she can't sit still for anything which is crazy and insane but mm-hmm. um okay well i think that we have uh <laughs> we've surpassed I mean, we warned everybody that we were going to talk about yeah. it and we were going to talk about it for a long time so yeah, i mean it's fine it's really fine um <laughs> so i'm gonna remind everybody to um rate and review us and subscribe and tell all your friends